This episode and last episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet are brought to you by MJF's Eyes, just a little bit too close together. They were so close. (laughs) (laughs) This week's episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet brought to you by MJF Sunglass. You guys know what I'm talking about. Just leave both of those in. It's Friday, it's one in the morning, and I am up two to nothing. I'm feeling like I won't have to get a physical. It's a great night to be on the Mud Show Dirt Sheet. I'm Tim Ross. I'm joined, as always, by the man losing to me two to nothing, the good guy, Ryan Peterson. Ryan, how are you feeling just knowing you're going to have to taste defeat this weekend? I mean, and that's the thing, is that uh, we've been in this situation before where we think a card looks too chalky, and, uh, you know, it, it's you've seen some surprises. I'm going to have to swing for the fences today. I'm going to have to take some long shots and just... You know, calculate calculated risk, but try to hit home runs. I'm watching the news, and you're bre- baking bread for this episode. It's pretty much I'm taking calls from the my pillow guy over here about possible <laughs> endings to the Cody Rhodes match. We are being attacked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our 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 standards, our processes, we're being attacked right now. What are the chances? And you know. I was wondering why your Google search history said Mike Lindell that many times. Now I know. Yeah, it's uh, couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. It, it, it. He's a local guy. We're local guys. We're here. Oh yeah, and we're here to talk about our local wrestling program, AW fucking Full Gear live from the Target Center. Absolutely insane. If you would have uh, talked to me at all in that we'd be hosting another wrestling pay per view that I'd be going to at the Target Center. And this excited for, I would have slapped you in your dumb, stupid face. Just seeing pictures of Hangman Adam Page on a horse in front of Sneaky Pete's. Like, what the fuck? The craziest thing about that is I haven't seen anybody outside Sneaky Pete's in eight years. Isn't that the truth? Like, fuck no. (laughs) Like, what are you... It's clearly that you guys aren't from here. Take some direction, you know. Get them them down to Augie's. You're going to have a good time at Augie's. I guarantee that. The men's warehouse of uh, Minneapolis strip clubs. You're going to like the way it looks. I guarantee it. (laughs) That is for sure. Uh, Uh, I will say Pizza La Vista right there on that corner by... by sneaky pete's is better than sal's on fifth you i oh my god how could he even say that in this house as won't apologize you should have you the breakfast pizza at sal's on fifth is a top five pizza yeah but the euro at pizza la vista is a serious like flat top pappy's euro shout out friend of the show pappy oh yeah for sure for sure and they're a friend of a show because of our donation to them they don't know it right. but right it's a reverse sponsorship deal we correct. mention them and we give them correct money. correct yeah. but if i'm going euro pizza in the city of minneapolis i'm gonna go to andrea's or andrea's i'm not sure which one it's called but uh if it's andrea's or andrea's uh skyway location their euro pizza 
I did the chef's kiss for uh, those of us. Griffin hasn't set up production yet, so uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, Andrea Pizza is also Frank from Philly, which is also Tono, all friends of the show because you and me are probably carrying about 10, 15 pounds each as a direct result of any of those restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tono's the best Philly and pizza at the same time. And also the best garlic Parmesan fries for $6 you'll ever see in your life. It, it, you're not going to get me arguing because this is the food uh, grading pod, uh, Michelin star uh, of Euro pizza categorically podcast listen man the the average listener either lives here or is in town for the pay-per-view and that means we get to talk about local food hit up d-spot while you're for here. sure Puff get the some magic wings. dragon get the tarantula mm-hmm, mm-hmm. both very good i like vaporizer ryan doesn't isn't wild about it speaking of uh in town for the show our ticket winners matt and izzy uh, which we either did the interview, which played before I'm talking or after I'm talking at some point, uh, but it will be in this show. Boy, was that a real treat. Make sure you don't skip through that because you don't know them. That is for sure the best podcasting work that, we're d- that we've done, and it was on accident. Cannot tell you how low my expectations were for that segment. <laughs> and For sure not even their fault. It's just like our fault of being able to get it technically working. I mean, kind of both, yeah. you know? But shout out to Matt for fucking carrying us through that one. Jesus Christ. His promo abilities are going to be good. And you'll find that out because the kid's going to be in wrestling school. And we somehow grabbed an interview. Yeah. And just planning on doing a beautiful sit-out powerbomb for his finisher. Let's not spoil the whole interview. Let's get into the show. This is the one weekend every three months where our fantasy booking opinions matter let's just start fucking talking about this card real quick before we start on the line this week a physical where you can't lie and you gotta just take everything they offer to you and it it includes the big one guys your body is an all-you-can-eat buffet for a doctor oh yeah and he hasn't seen this in a while so it's gonna be one of those things where he's like uh we're gonna really, we're gonna really take her out for a test spin and see what this thing can do. All points inspection. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hundred thousand mile, I think, is what this is. He gets about halfway, and they're like, "Let's see, let's see if it's gonna make it another hundred, or if we need to possibly send it in." Change some fluids at the hundred thousand mile trip sometime, Ryan. <sighs> I, sure. Be, yeah. Maybe I enjoy it. You know, figure it out. Probably at about 65, but a tough 65, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, not, yeah. A lot, not a lot of highway miles. He's going to put it in there and he's going to be like, oh. You change the oil? <laughs> every three months? <laughs> not every three not months. Not every three months, but but every 6,000 miles, right? <laughs> 6,500. <laughs> I mean, synthetic, you know? Last forever. Uh, yeah, are we? do we want to do the buy-in match, this tag team match? I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but I mean, every time they've put one of these matches on before that you're not sure why it has, it's really gotten the crowd pumped up, and I think that they'll probably do the same here with Thunder Rosa, Hikaru Shida, Nyla Rose, and Jamie Hayter. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say except for that if you want to have a good you know, opener to a pay-per-view, you pick four women and have them have a good tag match, and... Kind of seems like what Tony did here, man. Not a lot of story behind any of this. It's just four of the best women who aren't on the card going to do some 
women's wrestling. Yeah, then, I think you. Oops, sorry. I think you got the uh, Thunder Rosa Jamie Hader next round matchup in the TBS tournament is the storyline about this, but it's really just to get a couple of like some decent wrestling between these guys going. And I think that's what you're going to get for the, you know, it's just to get the crowd into it before the show starts, and I think that's going to be exactly what we need. You know, I. I'm just now recalling that maybe Sheeta and Nyla is the other side of the bracket for the TBS women's title match. Yeah. This is starting to make a Full little sense. storyline, huh? Yeah. yeah God, good work, Tony. Good wrestling. Tony doesn't here. get enough credit for what he does with the women's division. So, well, I don't know if you were on Twitter yesterday, but let's, let's just not talk about Tony and the women's division for once. Maybe. Sure. You know, let's, let's, let's just stay out of that minefield. I saw that tweet again, that it was the entire queen of the ring tournament lasted 19 minutes and 54 seconds. And the first two matches of the TBS women's tournament went over that. So I, I'm done ripping on Tony for the women's division. I think it's a uh, false way of us, uh, just kind of piling on on something that may not even be there. So I mean, that's us apologizing, I guess, publicly. To Tony. To Tony. Say it. Say it. I then. apologize, Tony. I. Uh, you can piss on me. We love you, Tony. Thank you so much, Tony. White sheets for you. I wow. know you like it. Just letting him know you're going to throw him away after? Mm-hmm. You're gross. I don't know. You probably have the baby faces win here so that you can go 50-50 baby face heel. Maybe have Nyla beat Sheeta for once. Yep. Yep. And obviously Thunder Rosa continuing because Thunder Rosa is your TBS women's title holder. I don't know why you wouldn't do that, right? Better do it. Don't get know gold. Why you wouldn't do get it. gold on that woman as fast as possible. Yeah, just means that Ruby can be your next AEW women's title, and those titles basically look even Steven, which yeah. is what you want. Yep, yep. It said, said enough, you know, stop selling, you sold it. We're good. That was a good job. You gonna figure that out? Fuck you. Let's get on to the <laughs> uh, main portion of the card. What do you think is gonna open the show? I'm gonna pull up the picture so that I, uh, so that I am 100% sure of... Oh, Griffin, you're the best. Griffin saw me reaching for his phone and just set his in front of mine. It's like, how do people have 75% battery full time, you know? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I think it's pretty obvious what opens this card. It's uh, the same thing that opened this card last year, which was Kenny versus Hangman. And this this time you're going to have Miro versus Danielson. Yeah, I mean, that's a very good idea. It's the tournament finale. I think that's going to be that spot of full gear permanently from now on, because it seems we're going to do this title tournament every year. You might as well just lead it right into full gear. This is. I think this might be like one of two or three things that you can really make a case either way here, because if they're not going to beat Hangman in his first title defense, which probably shouldn't happen, unless, I mean, unless, <laughs> but if you're not going to beat Hangman in his first title defense... You want to see him beat Brian Danielson, or do you want to see him beat Miro? You know what I mean? Both are good. Hey, I I completely agree. I mean, you have Miro, uh, we'll say it again, when he uh, lost the the TNT title, Tony Khan asked him who he wanted to feud with, and he goes, God. Yeah, uh, Tony said, hey, uh, you don't need this anymore. I'm going to give it to someone else. And Miro said, I'm going to be mad at God about that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, who who are you going to wrestle? And he goes, yes, yes, I'm going to wrestle. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to for sure wrestle. 
you know, Orange Cassidy, Brian Danielson, and Hangman Page. Uh, spoiler alert, I've got Miro here. I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Wow. Wow. Hey, Miro giving Danielson his first loss. I don't... Is is this your uh, Kip Sabian return? You want to talk about that? <laughs> Becoming friends with Miro again? Clean. You think that Miro is the first person to beat Danielson? Fucking doesn't have to be clean, clean, but I don't need an interference. Uh Miro already has a history of using the low blow. Did it against Eddie Kingston. He's a bad guy, and he needs to get back at his god. His god needs to prove it to him. And hey, prove his faith in if him. If you're gonna do an interference here, why not just debut his hot, flexible wife? You know, <laughs> his, his super flexible wife. His very hot, flexible wife, who you know redeems him. Yeah, and yeah. Then you can continue doing Brian Danielson Kenny feud and not have it be for the title. And just have them keep wrestling 30-minute special singles, which I'm fine with, you know? I'm just fine with. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to talk me into agreeing with you here, but it's just, you know, down 2-0. I don't, I I don't have the uh, the luxury of being able to go out on a Miro pick like that. Because I'll tell you what, I love that. I was actually kind of hoping that you were taking going to take Danielson and I would be able to slice into Miro on this one. But, hey, you know... This is one of those moments where you you look at this card and it is stacked top to bottom, but this has a very good chance, I think, to be match of the night. You know, it's just two guys that are going to really just smash each other around. It's going to be four and a half, five stars of just two guys that it's going to be a, you know, an Ishii Suzuki style fight. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, except for the fact that you said match of the night on a card that also contains Hangman Kenny. We'll get to it later, but you're smoking something different than I am right hey, man, now, man. Kenny Omega uh, left his wrestling heart in Japan. We've said it once, we've said it a thousand times. Does, does, is this going to meet the Okada, the uh, the Naito? No, it isn't. It isn't. So We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll but, get to it. We'll get to it. So you're going to take Brian Danielson? I'm going to take then? Brian Danielson just to try to get get one back here in a one where it's just like, you know, just why wouldn't you pick Danielson to take it? You know, I get it. I get it. And I think that Danielson can lose to Hangman, and, and I think that would be just fine. I think that's where you could prove of, you know, that, that AEW was built for Hangman is that he beats the best new guy coming in from the old company who was just there for wrestling. I hear you, man. I, I ain't mad at it. Hey. I'm, I'm not going to tell you Brian Danielson versus Hangman. Nah, not for me. It's not for me. I'm glad that somebody else is getting it, and it's not <laughs> for me. I have never talked out of my own ass more than when True. I said Brian Danielson wasn't important to AEW. Yeah, it's 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 clear how good he is, and I, I you know, I... If if I wasn't, you know, if it, I would have, I was picking opposite of you either way. That's what I'll say. Yeah, and I was uh, picking with a comfortable heart of being up to zero. I don't think it's been mentioned yet. Am winning a lot currently. True, true. But let's not talk about that. Let's move on. Sure. Next thing on the card, I think you put a special singles here. Maybe why not? Why not just burn Darby MJF right here? <laughs> Ooh, I I think that's a little bit later. I would have I would have went CM Punk Eddie Kingston right here. Fine with that. Too. Old Let's... old old old. You know, go four old right away. Just get all the old out just of the get, way. Yeah, just get all the old and then get me to the the stuff I really want to see. Man, Eddie Kingston tries so hard to make me a fan every time I see any piece of him. Promo, ring work, article he writes. It's like just get him a shirt, you know. <laughs> just... <laughs> 
It seems so simple. Or just wear that DMX shirt the whole time. That is a shirt that they could get him. I was going to say something disrespectful, but it seems mean, and it, I, I honestly don't believe it. But as I was like, I, I love Eddie Kingston the three weeks leading up to every single pay-per-view. And then I fall off for about two and a half to three weeks. And it's just, it, he's at, in. He performed so well at the last pay-per-view, the the Miro match, and he's performed in every every match he's done since then. He's been what, doing well. I just, I don't know. It's just there's something between right after a pay-per-view, mainly because he's always the guy that loses, is you, you just, I don't know, he falls off a little bit, and then now it's just like, man, I fucking love Eddie Kingston. Then you kind of see him run from one corner of the parking garage to the other parking garage, and you're like, this is an athlete. This is a man. (laughs) This is a grown man in sweatpants running. I think that you can show the promo segment on Rampage from last week to just anybody, and they'll go, oh, that's good TV. That's a good pretend argument, you know? It's it's just good good work. Shout out to at Cree Diddy, friend of the show, Chris. Uh, He uh, sent me the Eddie Kingston article that I had actually already read. And he goes, did you see this? I don't know anything about wrestling, but this seems pretty cool. And then I sent him the CM Punk, uh, Eddie CM Punk, Kingston, Eddie yeah. Kingston promo. And I was like, hey, man, if you want to go to your first show, we're headed to uh, the show at First Ave on Sunday night. And he's like, yeah, I'll let you know. And then like an hour later, he texts me back. He's like, I'm totally in. I'm totally in. So he's coming to the first show. Friend of the show, Chris. It's One of our very first Twitter followers. True. True. Uh, Cree loved interacting with you over Rashid Wallace on Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you did. Big did 2004. You from, did you do that mark. from ours or yours? Uh, from ours. Jesus Christ! Uh, do you want I'm me to sorry, start commenting of- on? You want me to start commenting on the Liverpool stuff? No, I mean all I did was post a GIF when he posted "Ball Don't Lie." Are, <laughs> are you disagreeing with the statement "Ball Don't Lie" from a position on the podcast? I, how could you do that? Ball don't lie. And because Ball Don't Lie, CM Punk is going to win this match. I did that, so you have to pick Eddie Kingston. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, fuck you. I can't. Uh, Eddie Kingston does not give CM Punk his first loss. I'm not going to, you know, even though, even when you're down 0-2, you don't throw the long ball every time. (laughs) You don't, you don't, you don't. You don't see anybody in Madden hitting Hail Mary every single play, you know, and and if they do, there's interceptions. And, I, I hear you, man. And, and I'll tell you what, you know what's better than being down uh, 4-1? Being tied, or being down 3-2. Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, I pick CM Punk because CM Punk's going to win. Yeah, Not because sure. I think it's the most interesting thing, though. Also, CM, or Eddie Kingston said he didn't care if he won, yeah. which makes <laughs> me think that he's going to win. <laughs> The thing is, if CM Punk turns heel here, you know, like full CM Punk win by disqualification, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? God, I you know, I wouldn't even hate not picking it because it'd be so ludicrous to pick that Eddie Kingston would win this match. I mean, and that's not that's like as, I, what I'm saying is as this is a. Uh, Cover your ears, Jim Cornette, but this is a fake this is a fake thing that happens in storyline mode. Eddie Kingston, you know, just you get it. Here's the thing. No disrespect to Eddie Kingston. I think he's absolutely playing his role fantastically, is what I'm saying. And yeah, and feels like he's really going somewhere for the first time. This is 
career level work from a guy who's just done nothing but career level work in AEW. Sorry about the burp, but you know, CM Punk's first loss isn't in Minneapolis on an undercard match. You just don't do that here. I mean, but could you imagine? (laughs) Hey, hey, this is one of uh, the first actual wrestling events that I go go in. I don't really have a lot of rooting interest in any of the matches. Whoever wins, I'm kind of happy with. You know, outside of the Britt Baker Ty Conti match, which it it will be great and it'll be good, but I think Britt Baker's your champion for the foreseeable future until she isn't when it's Ruby Soho. But or uh, Thunder Rosa, yeah, whoever. we'll get we'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, I think that uh, that CM Punk wins here to just continue his doing whatever the hell he wants to with people who didn't want him here. Yeah, uh, completely agree. Uh, feels like you can't let CM Punk say that Eddie Kingston should be wrestling on elevation <laughs> and then have him lose, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> kind of make you look like an idiot at that point. For sure. I was going to say where I think we go next, and I think that's where you go with the uh, six-man fall, falls count anywhere. Yeah. Lighten the mood a little bit before you get into the little bit darker stuff. <laughs> the dark side of the ring, if uh, you will? Hopefully not. Yeah. I had a tough time trying to figure out where to slot this in the card because it's just like you only got so much crowd, you know? Yeah, and that's why I think you put it here because I think that uh, you're you're going to need a lot of crowd towards the end. And I think, the other, I think that you're putting that inner circle, uh, probably most likely uh, cinematic match before the title match, which would be most likely after the tag title match. Let them catch their breath a little bit. I yeah, hear that. Hopefully. And I've honest, been known to get tired at a show. Oh, yeah. Get a little sleepy. Just <laughs> get a little sleepy. How's pop, that happen? Pop. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I think that... Uh, are you all right with going super click here? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, I think... Jungle life? Far away from nowhere. I think you don't give this more than like fifteen minutes tops. I hope not. I don't, I hope this isn't a uh, where these guys just take it long because I think a couple of these matches that aren't for anything need to just be tight. You know what I was thinking? Tight. You remember at All In when they did Golden Love or Bucks and Ibushi versus Bandito Mysterio and mm-hmm. Phoenix? I think. Yeah. No Real Phoenix. Rush. No, I was saying real rushed. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they still got all their stuff in, you know? Yeah. And it was probably Mysterio, only... Bandito. And Phoenix. Mm, that's crazy. <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> but, Sometimes I forget that we saw Okada wrestle because he wrestled a piece of shit. Well, and also because you watched it on television. <laughs> Fuck you. You might have been there, but you watched it on television. Hey, for those of you who are going to wrestling shows Stone for your first time... Uh, don't get caught up into the Jumbotron. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. You're going to want to read it. Yeah. And you'll need it at hey, points. Exactly. You can't see everything no matter what seat you have. But just make sure when it goes back to a place that you can see the action in the ring, stop looking at the fucking TV. <laughs> and, and, and hey, it's a buddy system. You need an accountability buddy to make sure that you're not watching the TV too much. So ask it a lot of a guy who was also very high at his first <laughs> wrestling event, yeah. trying to wipe tears out of his eyes from Cody winning the NWA World's Championship. Dusty! Dusty! Marks. In a fucking match that wasn't even that good. So many misses. Fucking Marks. Nick Aldis head-ass Marks. Two big-ass fucking boys who aren't even half the wrestlers that they are now. 
Ugh. Well, I mean, maybe Nick Aldis has ever watched a Nick Aldis match since that one. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Or before or since, you <laughs> know? But I have watched a lot of Young Bucks matches, and I have watched, I think, every Jungle Boy match since he's been in AEW, and I love all of it. Yeah, I uh, I kind of hope this scatters a little bit around the around the arena, and you have three refs, you know, get... get Maybe come up near us a little bit. Come up uh, one fourteen. I think I said one thirteen. Up by the ramp. I think they're going to do. I mean, a fair amount of ramp work for sure. Has ramp been done. Work. And let's a very special pay per view edition of Inside the oh, Ropes, Ryan. Shit. Why don't you tell our listener what ramp work is? Ramp work is moves that happen on the entrance ramp, either near the tunnels, everything like throwing them off the stage. We've seen uh, the Jacksons love ramp work. Yeah, and Jungle Boy has been a favorite ramp work target of theirs for the coming weeks. Uh, Jungle Boy likes to jump off of stuff. Sprinty flippy. The super click are incredible. Adam Cole's great. Uh, I saw a picture on Twitter of Adam Cole, uh, Bobby Fish, and the Young Bucks, and it was like, Triple H, don't look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boy, everything just seems to be coming off now. You know, it, it is it, it, what what just a treat that you get these six wrestlers fighting like just wrestling for nothing. You know, just just out there having having a good time. I'm excited to see it. Uh, Super Click wins here. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Bucks lost the tag titles at the last pay per view. It's not like anybody's going to stop cheering for Jungle Boy. Cause... Is that your final answer? Yeah, I am going to take the Bucks too. Uh, Concerto on Wednesday equals win on pay-per-view. Yeah, they did a fair amount of that on this show. Didn't really, I mean, leave a lot of anything up in the air, you know? Yep. But I, I think I think there are still some surprises around the corner for us here. So, uh, you know, we said it'd be quick. Let's move on from the Super Click match to probably your women's world title match. That's Ty it. Conti versus Dr. Britt Baker. Can I D- just say that's beautiful booking? I'm sorry I interrupted it. Say it. Your women's world title match, Ty Conti versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Thank you for letting me do it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If Tony Khan was out of town, he just put it in your hands, man. You are just stacking this card exactly like I think he's going to. That's incredible what you just did. That, that's, that's where this match goes. It goes right after kind of the jokey match to get you right back into something that's just rare to go. Two women that are going to absolutely blow it up, I think. Yeah, Uh Ty Conti is most improved women on the AEW women's roster. And no, I don't have a different company, so I'll just say everywhere. How's that <laughs> sound? And Dr. Britt Baker is Izzy's best women's wrestler of all time, and I'm good with it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I don't agree with it, but I'm good with it. I'll, I'll tell you what, boy, was my take about how they should have started into this pay-per-view match exactly right on Wednesday night. When they started that kind of brawl-like Everybody got into the rhythm right away, and we didn't have that awkward first moments of a match. I wish I would have saved that for this, but I think that means that now we're kind of going to just have regular beginning to the match here. Yep. Uh, Ty Conti came out of left field a little bit. You know, she wasn't exactly at the top of the card there prior. So it kind of makes you feel like maybe they had worked together a little bit or something, and somebody saw something or something. But these two have some pretty clear chemistry, and... Uh, their promos have been white hot. It's crazy that these professional athletes are wrestling over whose butt is nicer. <laughs> it's it's Ty Conti, and we don't need to talk about that any more than I just did. But I'm very excited here. Uh, you have who to win? 
Britt Baker retains here. Uh, <laughs> you sure you don't Izzy, want to pull that's, one here? That's the Izzy special right here. Britt Baker retains. Uh, enjoy the match. Yeah, because it's going to be a banger. Uh, can't wait for Izzy to get to see her favorite wrestler of all time live. And I see, think that's as good a segue as any. Let's put the interview right here. Hey, guys, just feel very at ease. And if uh, you need to uh, need us to cut anything, all you got to do is count in from uh, 1 to 12, and we'll be all set. Yeah, we, we will put in the whole 1 to 12, and that's how we know that that has to be cut. It's just procedure. <laughs> we don't make the rules. We just follow them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, for those listening, this is the Mud Show Dirt Sheet Interview Edition. Right before Full Gear, we have our Full Gear ticket window winners, not windows. Fuck, it's late. <laughs> oh, man. You are high. I man. am fucking stoned. Yeah, uh, uh, dear listeners, say hi to winners of our contest and official friends of the show, Izzy and Matt. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so like uh, so we cool. almost caught the recording uh or before we were recording uh where are you guys from what brought you to minnesota why are you here and now you have tickets to tomorrow do you want to start or should i um well we're from tennessee and um you can say the rest <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah we're, we're from tennessee and basically for a while i'd been planning that i wanted to go to full care and i wanted to make it to her show that i brought her to um, because she's just like the biggest Britt Baker fan. And I know that Britt Baker was going to be on this show, obviously, as the women's world champion. Uh, but full gear tickets were just so pricey in comparison to like Rampage tickets. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get Rampage tickets and then we'll figure out full gear at some point. And then at some point, just kept getting later and later and later. And then I found your guys' giveaway and I was like, okay, I'm going to enter. And then she was like, uh, after like a day she was like i'm gonna enter too and i was like okay that's probably for the best and then we were just sitting here and like every couple minutes checking your guys twitter like praying that we were gonna win these tickets because it would just make our trip and then uh we got the tweet and we were just so fucking ecstatic hey let <laughs> us say uh thank you for the entries because you generated uh more interest in that tweet than fucking anybody else did. We were, <laughs> true. We were sincerely worried we were not going to be able to give those fuckers away so we appreciate you taking them off our hands it's like nothing uh, says that the 14 people that listen to this show is the 14 people that you plan on going to full gear tomorrow with it's like man <laughs> nobody really listens to this show outside of us yeah i i totally understand that well we definitely listen to the show and we are definitely outside of uh, your group so well not anymore you're not yeah now, now you guys are friends of the show officially hell yeah <laughs> and, uh, i don't mean to spoil anybody but matt i took a look at your twitter and it looks like not only do you watch the wrestling but you also smoke of the weed so <laughs> I, amen to that i watch of the wrestling pretty soon i'm gonna be doing the wrestling and i definitely smoke the weed you need a couple of managers good guy manager bad guy manager sorry Hell griffin yeah. and alec you're out matt's in we will we will do any gimmick you want we'll figure it out we're oh, just yeah. looking for an in you know yep fuck yeah dude uh i'm training at um at flatbacks which is breeze and spears school i i start there in may and it's an eight-week program, and then you're ready to work. Holy shit, man. That's incredible. That's awesome. That's yeah. super cool. 
Man, we got we picked a good guy. This is <laughs> way better than that guy that came into my bar that wanted him. Yeah, fuck way that better. Guy. Fuck <laughs> that guy for sure. I mean, not really. Please keep listening. Yeah, for Matt, sure. Way to bring Matt. some interesting content. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you have you thought about a move set? Do you have a finisher in mind? Let's let's spoil some Man, shit. I have. Yeah, I am concrete on what I want to do as my finish. I want to bring back the power bombs, like a solid finish. So I just a power that. bomb. Are you, are you a tall guy? Are you, are you going to be getting them up to the top of the rafters? Such so I'm about six flat. I'm not super tall, but I'm super strong. So the fun thing will be like, I'm going to lift dudes who are way bigger than me. <laughs> and that'll be fun. I love that. I'll do you picture yourself a, a, a jackknife guy, a sit-out guy? I'm definitely definitely a sit-out and then do a backwards roll and then crawl into the cane pin. Yeah, you like kind of put their leg all the way yeah. their head. <laughs> While we're talking about power bombs and sit out power bombs, how about Dax is off the ropes and then sit out one uh, from the Dax Pac match last week? That was incredible. Dude, yes. <laughs> that power bomb was fucking amazing. I, I love the power bomb. I, I think that like of all the like finishing maneuvers like that you can use as like a base for your finisher, it's just so solid. It, it looks great. Crowd always pops for it. I mean, fucking Wardlow did like 15 of them tonight on Dark. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, did bombs. you just have that wet dream to uh, Wardlow the, for the last two matches now, just putting on as many power bombs as he can? Yes, yes. It's amazing. I mean, she can vouch. I was yeah. losing my fucking <laughs> mind. I'll let her <laughs> Bring it up, babe. <laughs> it was, oh, totally... he was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love the power bomb. I think it's like just such a sick finisher and no one does it anymore. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, I, we're here fully supporting. Uh, oh, yeah. Listen, man, apparently this podcast is just about getting you over now. So, Hell yeah, yeah, bro. I do For have sure. a question. Are you like a, I don't know, 19, 20 year old kid who might be, I don't know, bagging groceries with your brother or something. Cause <laughs> we really like that kind yeah. of story around here. So I am a 19 year old kid. Uh, I'm not bagging groceries. I'm doing DoorDash, which might be worse. Dude, could you imagine if we just got fucking Tennessee's Dante Martin on the podcast yeah. this week? <laughs> just caught the first interview on accident. That'd be incredible. Oops. That's how you get that check mark stuff. We appreciate this. When like we, we hey, won't man, forget I, this, and then I'm assuming you won't either. So hey, no pressure. I have anything, but apparently the hopes of- and dreams of this show are now your hopes and dreams too, man. <laughs> I have every intention of working working my ass off and i mean i'm starting at what in my opinion is the best school in the world i'm super excited about it that's incredible man we really lucked out here yeah. <laughs> could not could not have worked out better can we oh. uh can we throw you guys a plug or anything before you uh sign off you want to plug a twitter and instagram something like that yeah, sure. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Aphromat SSB because pretty soon I'm going to start a vlog um, and it's going to be basically me chronicling my journey as I train at uh, Flatbacks and then later on as I start my independent wrestling journey. This is fucking crazy. This <laughs> <laughs> is a better podcaster than we are. <laughs> Christ, this is crazy. I can't wait to officially meet you guys tomorrow and uh, we will be DMing through the day. All right, guys. Hell yeah. We can't wait. Is there anything to plug before we sign off? 
um I don't really have much (laughs) (laughs) so I think I'm good but it's so nice meeting y'all I can't wait to see y'all tomorrow yeah hell yeah uh I'm sure (laughs) between the eight of us that are going and the two of you (laughs) some something to smoke so we'll burn one up thanks so much you guys Uh, first official friends of the show Izzy and Matt hell yeah dude just like we said, Matt and Izzy were the absolute best. Cannot believe how well we did there and how well actually they did. You know, we just kind of were here. Long going, for the ride. How uh, clingy are we going to be after this, you know? Oh, yeah. He, he already said he's interested as managers. You know, that's a verbal contract. Yeah, I'll carry a tennis racket, whatever oh, yeah. you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Delay pop. <laughs> um and yeah i think that's gonna move us right into the second half of this card where we get into a little bit more of the uh the the, the serious yeah. stuff uh and i think it's gonna start with uh two of the four pillars of aew battling it out uh this is one of those chalky ones that i think there is a little bit of room for disagreement with so i'm just gonna get this right out of the way fuck you mjf wins pick darby allen you piece of shit <laughs> Griffin's in the room wearing the t-shirt, Ryan. Pick Darby Allen. Become what you hate. I'm not the one. You know what's so, you know what's so fucking away. funny about this is you always give me shit for being such a shitty wrestling fan. And then like three months after, while we're watching, after what I say, we're watching Dynamite and you just recite all the, um, he's really doing the bad shit well. You know, it's just like, you, you are as bad of a wrestling fan as I am, you piece of fucking shit. Yeah, but I you, still boo him. You I still boo him. I do the right thing. Slime ball piece of shit, two faced motherfucker. <laughs> I still Just, do the right thing. I still boo him. And if there's ever a time for me to be shitty in regards to our wrestling feud, it's when I'm up 2 0. Pick him. <laughs> pick Darby Allen. I pick I pick MJF. Now you pick. I'm gonna uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and talk about the match, you fuck face. Uh Dude, this is this is actually going uh, the one of the matches I'm most excited to see on this card. I think this is going to be an absolute banger. And MJ, just how many times are you going to let MJF lose on pay per view in a fucking row? That's what I'm saying, my man. That is exactly what I'm saying. You just can't afford to make MJF look like a doof here. So don't, you know. So don't. And how many times are you going to let Darby lose on pay per view? Yeah, that's the other problem, isn't it? But can can the- I tell you one thing about it? I, I was kind of trying to talk you into my point here, but is that I think that MJF is a heel that needs to bank wins and and look unbeatable, and Darby is a face that can get the shit kicked into him and lose shitty how, however many times it takes because he's resi- relentless as he's got on that collarbone rocker. He'll get right back up. Hey, it's not over till you're underground, you know? Hey, hey, ain't that the truth? Uh, uh, what's the chances we see Peggy tomorrow? Hey, he's in town. He's in town at First Avenue tonight. Does he have a show tomorrow? Did you look to see if anything was on the tour next? It's why almost would, like it was planned, right? Why wouldn't he come rap over Darby Allen's entrance music? I bet no one in the room would mark out for that. Just <coughs> just absolutely hammer Godsmack lyrics. <laughs> Griffin, Griffin played that, uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, we were listening to some wrestling themes yesterday, and that came on. It's just, oh my God, it's for sure Godsmack. Great video, great feel, totally a Godsmack song. Yeah, and I'm not surprised by something coming out of downstate. Sorry? 
Is, is that who it is, Downstate? No. Mikey Ruckus? No, it's neither of those. Downstate is Cody's music. You remember that funny thing I said? How many bands said, does Mikey Ruckus have? No, no, no. Some some AW people just get music from not Mikey Ruckus. Oh. Oof. I wish there was more of them. You remember when I said the most heel thing Cody could do would be to have Downstate perform his entrance music live at every show? Yeah. Uh, I Fuck, man. We forgot about that match. That was probably before the halftime break. We'll throw it in here somewhere. For sure. Uh, yeah, man. I, uh, I honestly just can't pick Darby, mainly because I know that uh, Griffin's going to be wearing Darby tomorrow, and I want to just cheer against him at the first wrestling match that we're going to sit next to each other at and just fucking be shitty. I'm going to be so shitty to you tomorrow, Griffin. You piece of shit. Both you guys on that side of the room are pieces of shit. Right, yeah, Alec? Yeah, MJF wins, uh, probably with a headlock takeover after some real heel cheating shit, because uh, he said he was going to, and yeah, everything man. MJF says comes true. Heat seeker. Kill him with the heat seeker. Headlock takeover. Sure. Whatever works. Uh, yeah, let's move on to that match we forgot. Cody Rhodes and Pac versus... Malachi Black and Andrade, or as I've been calling them, Goth Handsome. And I've been calling this match should have been a four-way. Yeah, I hear you, man. I, I don't disagree. And with I you. have a been there before. A a heel and a Malachi Black, which, you know, hard to say. Over under 50% boner for you and Malachi Black. Way over. Over Way 50. Over. God yeah. damn it, that's going to be gross. He's kicking the head off of a patriot, man. No, What's- I know, but what I'm saying is when the music hits. Oh, where are you going? Full gear, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna tuck it up into the waistband, hides it in, feels great. It's fine. Bust a load in your belly button. Row P. It's fine. My jeans fit. It'll just slide down the left thigh. (laughs) I dress left. Nice. Nice. Good for you. Some of us have to know which way we dress, right? Why? Because you piddle on yourself often? Not never. Is that what you wanted to hear? Not never. We're going to talk about people's in-pants restroom <laughs> incidents, Ryan. I'll go shot for shot if you want to. Uh, moving on to the match. Um, yeah. Uh, how many times can you have Malachi <laughs> Black kick Cody Rhodes' dumb face? More, All I guess. Uh, Cody, uh, Cody Rhodes loses this match. Yeah. And turns heel? Finally? No, man, the best thing, he, the most uh, heel thing he can do is stay face. Such a good fucking take. That's my Britt Baker, it's like, such a bad heel that everybody cheers her take. But Say it here's again. the thing. It, all right, one more time. The most heel thing Cody can do is stay face. And that's because what do you do to heels? You fucking boom. You're already doing it. You're already fucking doing it. You're doing exactly what you do to heels, and you're just too dumb to fucking understand it, you stupid fucking marks. You smelly wrestling ECW Hammerstein ballroom pieces of trash not wearing deodorant motherfuckers. Pop! Pop! It's the best wrestling take you've ever had, man. Because you're right. He's getting booed. <laughs> exactly. He is a fucking eel. It's so oh. simple. You stupid pieces of shit on Twitter. You're all so dumb. It's like they all just have us just doing the in sync uh, puppeteer fucking bullshit. Oh, man, I cannot wait and do more FTR stuff with this team goth handsome. Put yeah. Brody King in there, like you said on Wednesday. Just, just. 
add more stuff to this. Make never it good. Never Stir thought it up, I'd want to see people get away from the pinnacle, but you can get FTR away from the pinnacle, I guess, and have them be with these two men, and it's whew. Or you can have these two men join the pinnacle if you want to actually do pinnacle stuff again. Sure. Just make the just make the factions huge. It's like we're talking about chaos. We're talking about pinnacle factions. Like those are big factions. Excuse me, eight to ten guys. You know. Start over one girl at a time. Yeah. Even. Hell, I don't know, but I do know that Cody's going to lose this match. Big dumb idiot heel American patriot fucking QAnon independent congressman. I. I can't do it anymore, man. Yeah. Malachi Black wins. Yep. Malachi uh, Black. Uh, I just had a real high idea. Uh, House of Black and Los Gobernales together. That's the two crossover. It's fine. It's Would, great. Could you could you imagine watching uh, Hiromu and uh, a couple of these guys together? Yeah. Does it Hiromu and MJF? Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Sonata and Wardlow. <laughs> Ugh, I'm gonna need a new pair of shorts. You're welcome. Sticky. Uh, yeah. So the fa- that was the fantasy of the fantasy booking. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're not gonna do anything dumb here, like Cody, like let Cody win, you know, and uh, you're not gonna do anything dumb, like let Pac lose. So, yeah. How many matches can Pac lose in a row on pay per view? You know, I hate that. One of my one of my favorite wrestlers. You hate seeing that. You hate seeing it. You hate it as much as you hate seeing him do that shaky ass leg top rope stuff. Correct. Very I, scared. And I think that moves us into the tag team match because you brought up FTR. That was a good segue. If we would have thought about it three and a half minutes ago, no yeah. need to cut it into there. Yeah. Though. Well, sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. You know. Ain't that the truth? But we got FTR versus the Lucha Brothers. Love FTR news. FTR's new music. Like <sighs> can't say it enough. Didn't need the Patriots. Say yeah. Didn't need the pickup truck. Give me Midnight Express ass Giorgio Moroder synth music. Mm-hmm. And let mm-hmm. them walk out like they hate it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is these guys wrestle like it's 1980. Their theme song should be like it's 1980. Their manager was last relevant in 1980. This is everything that you could possibly want from a complete disco is dead, but pop music still cool synthy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And, you know, in the continuing theme of me booking this card in such a way that you have to book it with your head and not your heart to beat me, let me just talk about what what if you just did have a real quick title change in FTR where your world tag team champions for, for a minute? Hey, can I say something? The Lucha Brothers only signed one-year contracts. You know, they they could be at the end of their run there, and then uh, you lose the belts here. You go back to Triple A. You want to you know you want to stay home more, and then you have FTR drop the Triple A belts, and then you get rid of that, just kind of like you got rid of Impact. And you just mix them up some more. Sure, doesn't really matter. They they're both so good. Yeah, I I mean this is this is again this is where you're just excited to watch how the match comes out, and whatever the outcome is, is you're happy. Yeah, the first one was fine. The Superanas one, the AAA belts one, it was like a little too gimmicky for my taste. Maybe maybe this time you could let it breathe a second. You could just let them do the stuff. Yeah, I think the whole point was that it was supposed to be gimmicky with them coming out as the super frogs and everything like that. It was supposed to be just, eh, and then 
it just never really got out of second gear because it didn't have a ton of time and stuff like that. I mean, here you're going to have the, the technically the the second main event because I'm not counting the fucking bleh, with Dan Lambert shit. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, I think you're going to have a good 25, 28 minutes here probably. And in, in I think... You know, I think you're you're gonna get just that classic that that you haven't really seen the Lucha Brothers put on of a of a wrestling match, not a high flyer style match. I think they're gonna try to keep them on the ground, and then you're gonna see the Lucha Brothers kind of pick up and play their game towards the end. You know? Yeah, I would really, really love to see the story be FTR just grounds Ray Phoenix for the first eighty five percent of the match. <laughs> marijuana yeah i hear you and pack you know not pack penta has to wrestle and phoenix has to wrestle and then basically i don't know five very intense minutes of lucha brothers offense you think we'll see a sling blade oh big sling blade guy here you think we'll see a destroyer (sighs) big destroyer guy you think we'll see a lung blower big lung blower guy think we'll see a rest hold Oh, <laughs> pop. Could you imagine not seeing a rest hold? Oh, man. I fear the rest hold. I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, I am so excited for this match. Tim, go ahead and pick. Lucha Brothers. Not even giving me a chance at it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, they retain hey, man. here. Hey, I, man. Pick, pick FTR. You can't I'm pick FTR because uh, Tony's already talked about doing belt for belt stuff and things of that sort with Triple A. And that means that. Lucha Brothers retained to get to that point. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I just hate watching Pentagon lose. Yeah, it makes me sad. Every time it makes you sad, it makes you go, "Oh, but he could have won." Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's crazy that the first time we watched Pentagon wrestle, it was against Kenny Omega, and I thought he was going to win for a second, and we thought he was going to win for a second. So let Pentagon win more, let Phoenix win more. F, uh, FTR lose here. If you've never watched the Phoenix or the Penta Kenny Omega match from All In, it's free on YouTube. It's in HD, and it is a real seventeen-minute treat. Facts. Just just try it. If it's yeah. not for you, that's fine. But just try it. If it's not for you, uh, unfollow us. Just yeah. kidding. Don't don't unfollow us. Or do. Yeah. I mean, if you five start us, then minus one is you know, it's like oh no, thirteen. <laughs> yeah, true. Unfollow us because I said so. Yeah. Go follow Cornette Marks. Bitch. Cuck Marks. Cuck. Let's move. Speaking of Cuck Marks, and you'll like this transition. Q-Nan. American Top Team <laughs> versus uh, the Inner Circle. The Quinner Circle. can i say something sure was not expecting that was not in a position to give it the credit that it deserved big pop internally (laughs) quinter circle absolutely chris jericho should start spelling his first and last name with a q chris querico jericho Jerry uh, Q is clearly the answer. For sure, versus America Top Team. America Top Team uh, promising a Dan Lambert pin over Chris Jericho. Uh, I believe it's now a Dan Lambert submission. No, and the, I, you know, I hate correcting you. You know I hate it. But in the promo, they said on Saturday you're going to see Dan Lambert pin Chris Jericho. But tonight 
you're going to see Dan Lambert tap Chris Jericho. And then he put him in the walls, and then Scorpio Sky tapped him. Oh, man, I must have really slept through Dynamite. You just missed a little bit of it. Hey, I had a a bit of a week. Oh, yeah. We're through it now, but I missed a little bit of Dynamite. That'll happen. I apologize. Not missing a minute of this, though, except for maybe a couple minutes of this, because... I could take a shit during this. Yeah, I love Proud and Powerful, you know? I love... Sammy. Yeah, the problem is that we've seen Inner Circle in a couple of these cinematic matches, and we don't really see a lot of Proud and Powerful doing anything of substance during it. Or, you know, realistically in their AEW uh, tenure so far. You know, if you take Sammy, Proud and Powerful, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky, that's five great wrestlers, only 50% of this match. (laughs) Isn't that just... Depressing. You know what you could have done? Had it be all of the match. Could have even taken Sammy right out of there and just done Proud and Powerful versus Ethan and Scorpio Sky, and I would have loved that. It seems you you put the belt on Sammy, and he has a great match with Bobby Fish, and then now we got him not defending his belt on the pay-per-view. You know, the Ethan Page match was good, but it's just we're used to these TNT champions wrestling every single week and for the belt it's the tnt championship it's supposed to be defended uh i just i you know i anything attached to the inner circle right now is just bores me it's just bores me out of my mind and ethan page and scorpio sky were two guys that i was so excited for and honestly the last week and a half dan lambert's done just fine you know they've taken the mic away from a little bit and he's done a little bit more physical comedy stuff and it's been fine the last two weeks, and <clears throat> if you keep this going, sure. It's just like there's no way Andre Orlovsky can wrestle, you know? He won't have to. He'll be the cinematic part. Yeah. Him and Hager will do the Wardlow Hager part from the last one, except in the depths of the locker room of the Timberwolves. Great. Do you think we get a Minnesota sports cameo here? I hope they uh, I hope they move all the championship trophies out of the way so that nothing gets damaged. They could actually put all the ones from the state around there and still only have two. I mean, the Lynx have a couple. Don't they play at the Target Center? I don't know where the Lynx play. They do, but I think that they would keep those, you know, safe. <laughs> <laughs> They're treasures? Yeah, yeah. We like these. We're proud of these. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. I hear you. There's just no nothing good to say about this except for Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, Proud and Powerful. Tightest tits in the game. Very tight tits. And he says that, so we can. Oh, shit. You can keep this in. Griffin, remember when I pull out the corned beef tomorrow that the water's high? Okay. I wrote it on there, but just remember. Yeah. Alex is going to remind me, too. Yep. You can keep that in. (laughs) Ash, too. Uh, Yeah, that's what I think about this match. Uh, I'm going to pick American top team to win. I'll go inner circle. I'll go different here. You're welcome. I appreciate it. (laughs) That's a very generous pick, but if I'm right, it means that Ethan Page gets a win on a pay-per-view. So just think about that, you know? That makes me happy enough to just sacrifice one. And, it, and if and if my two changes are right, it would leave us lead us tied going into the uh, into the uh, final match and the main ev- the main event. 
seems like I've been waiting my whole life for this moment, you know? Just feels sure. like it's all been leading up to this. Sure. Is this the storm? <laughs> <laughs> is the storm upon us, Ryan? In, in the eye of a hurricane. There is quiet. For a moment. Just a moment. A yellow sky. I can't believe that I, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and you're going to say what you're going to say, and you're going to mean it, because it's crazy that there's even a thought in your head about somebody other than Hangman right now. It's like it's like you really are in the second half of the 18 to 49 at this point. It's just you don't even connect with a guy like Hangman who's just been beaten down his whole life, who just had to, you know, probably go to college during the economic collapse, probably had to find a job as a substitute teacher, donates money to Bernie Sanders. Talk about how Hangman doesn't deserve it, you fogey. You you think I'm going to talk about how Hangman doesn't deserve it? I'm not going to talk about how Hangman doesn't deserve it. All I'm going to say is that if Hangman wins the ter- the world title, he's no longer relatable to 90% of his audience because he succeeded at something, which is something that... All of you anxious millennial cowboys have never done. I'm going to tell you what, AEW is smart. They do a little something every single every single pay-per-view, and I've picked up on it. You send the home the, the crowd home on Friday on the Rampage, the go-home show, angry. So that on the at the end of the pay-per-view, you send the crowd home happy. And you know what you do? That's Kenny Omega retaining the title and continuing to be the greatest AEW world champion as the face of the company as he is. It's quite simple. The fact that you think that Hangman has ever been in the same category as Kenny Omega is just, you have mushy peed brain. If, Had to go different than you. If 2018 Tim could hear me now, could you imagine? For those of you who have not known me that long, I was the Kenny Omega guy. I was that sweaty, man. New Japan, watching, super smelly. watching back-to-back G1s every match, 10 matches, watching the six-mans. I didn't miss a Kenny Omega second. You, you, think, you think he's smelly now? You should have seen him then. Yeah, oh yeah. I smelled bad for Kenny Omega. <laughs> but Hangman, man, you know, he wants to give us cowboy shit. I would like to receive some cowboy shit. It's time. He deserves it. There's there's no one that resonates with AEW's core audience the way Hangman has in the last year. He just gets it. He gives the people what they want. And what they want right now is for him to have that big, beautiful gold belt around those beautiful chaps. <laughs> there's, there's a couple things here. Is one, Kenny loses it here, gets to go over to Japan and can be a part of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, the other thing is that I've been saying it since we've started this podcast is, yes, the Bucks, Kenny, uh, Cody... Hangman, they were the core, the the elite, the all the elite in all elite wrestling. There's only one of them who's going to be wrestling in five years, and that is Hangman Page. AEW was built for Hangman Page. If I'm going with who I think will win this match, it, it it's time to give Hangman the belt. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it goes, you know, it could be if you chose to run with the greatest wrestler of our, all time to continue what has been a you know, top tier title reign. This is another big victory. And it kind of, it it does put a stamp on the story of him, like just 
you know, kind of dominating. I don't think it it necessarily kills Hangman's title aspirations forever, but it, it, the guy's going to be around for 15 years. You could have him come, you know, come back at any time. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You're kind of talking me into it, but I, I got to, you know, of the wrestling shirts I've bought, I think my favorite one ever is Anxious Millennial Cowboy. And so I'm just going to let my heart get worked into a shoot here. I'm going to pick Hangman. Sounds like you're picking Kenny. I'm going to pick Kenny. I'm going to offer you a bonus point so confident in my. Sure. Not only am I picking Hangman, but for a bonus point, he does kick out of the one-winged angel. He might. But if he doesn't, I want you to say that Kenny hits a one-winged angel and Hangman doesn't kick out, and if you're right, I'll give you a bonus point. No, I'm not going to say that. You're not going to say that? No. Because do I lose a point if I if I say that? I don't think it matters. No, no blood. No okay. blood. I'm uh, offering you a bonus point. Kenny hits the one-wing angel and he doesn't kick out. That would put you into a physical because if Kenny wins and that one, I go ahead of you. Uh, assuming that you get the other two. I have to literally get the three we disagree on wrong. Here. Yeah, I think you will. Uh, do you think uh, we have any? Who's the surprises? Who are you hoping to see? Who are you hoping that uh, when the lights go out, they appear? Yeah, you know, I know they, you're a big Bray guy. I know you want to see Rotunda. Wyndham. You know my answer, man. You know my answer. <laughs> it's got to be. I know I know it can't be, but it's got to be Logistically, it can't be. Not yet. It will be Okada, but I think that you're looking at that uh, New Year's show maybe for Okada. I, what if Okada just comes out Wednesday and looks at could. Kenny with absolute fucking disgust and just walks back? He could. That's uh, it. I'm hoping that maybe we get Elevation. a couple. I'm hoping that we get a couple of the uh, the Ring of Honor guys maybe show up. Maybe you get like a Ring of Honor stable of Gresham. Uh, Jay Lethal, Rush, Bandito, or something like that. Those four would be lovely to see. Uh, I don't know. I, I I just don't think that uh, you know Tony Khan in the press call says that stay tuned to AEW. You never know who's going to show up. I don't think that you go a full pay per view without a debut. No reason to, especially when he's here. You know, <laughs> and they're just they're just giving talent away like nobody's business. Can I say something? Sure. What if it's all just a work? What if Okada put himself on a booking on Saturday and he's like, this is actually a coupon for a free booking later, but I got to work these homies into a shoot. Yeah, I don't I don't think the people that bought tickets to the New Japan show uh, are going to be happy if the main event just isn't there. But they could. For, a, for, for not their promotion, it's not what's happening. He could be here. Is all I'm saying is he could be here. He could. Just for one second, he could be Let's here. Let's do these shout-outs. Do we have more? Did you have more to say about that? Nope. Hangman Page kicks out of the one-winged angel, becomes your AEW champion. Die. <laughs> Die. Die. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Dracula musical. Deep cut. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, friend of the show, the movie. <laughs> the movie is our friend. We've watched it a lot. Jason Siegel's Waggly Dick. All right. Are you ready for the best thank yous we've ever had? I'm ready. First of all, thank you, dear listener. We cannot say thank you enough for your support for the Mud Show Dirt Sheet. 
even though you know you're not turning up in force for free tickets or anything if you want to follow us on twitter i'm sure we'll do more shit like that eventually uh we're at dirt sheet pod ryan's at the ggrp all caps and i'm at tex mahogany i don't tweet a lot but maybe i will someday our art director and podcast art creator is Griffin. He's in the room today, so I'm going to make sure to nail these plugs for him. Twitter at SugarlessFa, Instagram at Griff Mer- or Griffin Mern, G-R-I-F-F-I-N-M-U-R-N, no underscores, no funny business. Surprise, there's no Q in there. <laughs> Our podcast music is done by the incredible Dom Jadrich. You can follow him on Instagram at WaistbandMN, at Ringer is Loud, that's Ringer with a W, and at Dominic underscore Yadrich, that's Yadrich with a J. Did I nail it that time? Was that fine? Did I do good? Did I please you all? I wasn't listening. Ice cold instant noodles. Dear listener, thank you again and join us next week for more smart wrestling takes by dumb wrestling marks.